this y'all welcome into episode 93 of the dunbar's podcast coming at you on this holiday edition fellas what's going on how we feeling how we living we good I'm good, good. Yeah, we're yeah we we're, we're back assembled the the avengers have assembled <laughs> uh today all four of us back at it again um glad to see the the fourth member returned um with sunburnt on the top of his hands are you really happy no. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I miss you. My hands like I was playing hot hands with kids all day and losing, man. It was. Yeah, yeah. That, that's your excuse? Playing yeah. hot hands with the kids and losing? Like I like I possessed a dark hole. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, keep that, keep that clip of the week going around because that's the biggest flagrant foul ever. I'm glad people are sharing it and commenting as much it's as It's not, though. Did, did, anybody the, did anybody notice? Did anybody notice the new intro the today? I did. I seen the okay. picture in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> new intro going. <laughs> you're lucky. You're lucky. Your face is on the screen right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Kenny. Everybody's here, ready to get into the shits and giggles. Um, got a lot of stuff to cover this week. A lot of stuff to cover. So, uh, I don't. I had an intro topic, but I'm gonna push it and save it. Um, you know, I'm. I'm it's not it doesn't fit the vibe for today's show. We're, we're gonna have some fun today, keep it light and airy, upbeat for the most part. Um, and as I say those words, I gotta remember that I have to discuss WWE, so that's completely a false statement. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna walk, I'm gonna walk all that back right off the bat. So no, nah, but yeah, so what do we uh what do we want to get into? I got nothing right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on my topic um until we can deep dive into a longer intro. Um I'll save mine. So what what do you got to get into? I just want to let you guys know this is me 24-7. I travel in sweats. No, 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 no. I live in sweats. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Yeah, it's how you pack sweats. I travel in sweats. (laughs) We're not. No, no. It was a foul. It was a flagrant foul. It was a flagrant six. They don't even have those in the NBA. It went went just from a ticky-tack foul. You got ejected and suspended for half the season after wearing a full black sweatsuit to the beach. That's we're not giving you a defense. There's no coming back from that. You didn't like WWE's fashion show last night? <laughs> so I'll, I'll touch on To be honest, no, we'll touch about that. We'll touch about it, but I, I cut the show off after the opening segment. <laughs> cut it off. Um, and I'll get into my reasons as to why. Um, I read up on what happened the rest of the show this morning just so I could be prepared to come in and talk about it. But yeah, we'll we'll get into that because um, it was just trash. So, what with um, intro wise, we got Donald. You got any gaming news? I know we're going to save. Um, we got special special little in show segment coming up here later on that we'll get into a little lengthy gaming talk discussion. Um, mm-hmm. But you got anything else to cover intro wise? Gaming wise, nothing. Just for our little topic later. All right, then we'll get into Smash or Trash. Oh, fat kid edition on a yeah. holiday weekend. <laughs> holiday All right, weekend. hold on, wait, time out, pause. This is this this let me this pop back into my mind. So, okay, I don't know how many of you guys know this, and this may be a Pittsburgh thing because Pittsburgh does have their own things. You know, we put fries on our sandwiches, fries on the salad, stuff like that. Right? Have you guys had the strawberry pretzel salad? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know, Kenny. You may chime in here. I don't know if you're aware of what that is, or you can Google it and see images for it, right? 
But I saw going around on Twitter this week, there was a debate going around saying that the strawberry pretzel salad is the best summertime cookout dessert that there is. Hands down. Definitely one of the most popular. It's trash. It's not trash. <laughs> trash. It's the worst <laughs> thing ever made. Wow, you don't know make you got the one who's making it there. <laughs> trash. What don't you like about it? Everything. I don't like the look. I don't like the presentation. I don't like the layering. I don't. It, it's garbage. It's trash. It's got you hate everything happy. <laughs> Jello. <laughs> you hate Jello. Jello is Jello. Jello is not good unless you put Cool Whip on top of it. Jello is good regardless. Cool Whip or vodka or vodka or rum, whatever Jello shots. I'll do them. But yeah, just if I'm just you're not just gonna hand me a bowl of orange Jello and say happy happy day. No, that's I'm not tear it up. Everything in there. The, the pretzels may be trash, but that adds to it. It gives you that salty, that sweet. Yeah. You know, you get that whole combination in one dessert. Trash. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I'm like, this is. I don't know I'm finding more about you. That, that's the one thing Jason makes. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I'm good at. Steve hates. <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody else chimed in with with pistachio fluff and something, and I'm like, "What the hell are we doing right now? Like, That's what are we too. talking about?" Yeah, you never had that Eden Park uh, salad bar. Oh, good too. I've had pistachio flavored ice cream, but I've never had pistachio fluff. Yeah. Good, whatever the hell it, it is. is. Good. But I mean, like, why yeah, are I'm we not even put debate, my like, desserts of all time? We need to come down to my end of the salad bar. <laughs> 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 All the good shit is. Uh, yeah, that's just um, to me. That's that. I don't know. That that was a whack take to me. I don't see how strawberry pretzel salad is the best summertime cookout dessert there is. What is the best summertime cookout dessert? Dessert? Like okay, so wait, are we are we now, <laughs> Yeah, Donald. Yeah, Donald. Since you, this was yeah, good segue. Um, well, I will circle back around to that because I got mm-hmm. we, we got some clarifying questions. But Donald, your popsicle argument, because I got a feeling this is this this may not vibe with everybody. But go go ahead and say go ahead go ahead put it out there. So we gonna do it now? Yeah, we're doing it now. Whatever. Okay. Okay. So uh, during uh, Chris's one guy to go, me, Jason, and Chris was discussing about popsicles, this and that. For me, I always grew up anything, ice cream, anything that is on a stick is considered a popsicle. Anything. It don't matter what it is. If it got a stick underneath of it, it's a popsicle. So, so we've been debating been, about so so we've been debat- debating about this for like almost what three weeks now and that you, stuff. You, so I had to finally take it to the people in the polls this week. You literally just said ice cream, ice cream. Just on because you put ice cream on a stick, it's a popsicle. It's a popsicle. So it's, it's considered a popsicle. So it's not what makes the product. It's, the product. It's like the because like Donald said, ice cream. He thinks cup and a cone. So it's yes. like it's not the ice cream that makes it ice cream. It's the cup or the cone to Donald that makes it ice cream. That is correct. It's the stick yes. that makes it the popsicle. Yes. So then what's a push-up? Push-up is a popsicle. But it's not. It's on a stick. No, it, no, no. It's that, on that's a stick. A stick. A, no matter how you twist it. It's on a cylinder. It's being pushed up by a stick. But that don't mean it's not. There you go. You just, 
But it's, it's not sitting on the stick. It's on the stick. I don't it's eat around this. I don't eat around the stick to eat a push up. It comes with the stick. In order to get it out of the container, yes, it comes with the stick to get it out of the container. It's a popsicle. It comes with a stick. It's, it's not, a popsicle. It's, I'm not eating around the stick. It's a popsicle. So I got this last night. So corn dog is a popsicle. So like in the fall, people put you know fruit and like candy apples and stuff on a stick. Are those considered popsicles? So like yep. Jason just said a corn dog. Is that a popsicle? Because yeah. it's on a stick. By your logic, yes, Donald. It would be. It would be a popsicle. Anything on a stick. That was for you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> no, because those are not ice treats. <laughs> so, yeah, come on. I'm, 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 I'm talking about ice treats. I'm not talking about corn dogs. I'm not talking about candy apples. I'm talking about ice cream. I'm talking about pop, like the thing, the popsicles, anything like that. I'm having fucking Anything deja vu right now yes. about criteria again. Yes. <laughs> well, we so said that we was going to dig deep into this, so I'm so digging deep into this. So I'm so digging deep into this. If it's not on a stick, then it's not a popsicle? If it's a frozen, If it's a frozen treat and it's not on a stick, it's not a popsicle? It's a kebab. Right. What's a freeze pop? Freeze pop is a freeze pop. There's no stick in it. It's short for popsicle. Freeze pop it comes in a bag. There's no stick in it. It's freezing pop. Oh, oh, trust me, man. One of my friends tried to come at me like that. I know where yeah, you're getting that, but it doesn't have a stick. It has to have a stick. If it has a stick, it's considered a popsicle. Something no, in the bag is not a stick. Plastic. The WWE ice cream bars back in the day, they were ice cream bars. They didn't say they were ice cream popsicles. To you, they were ice cream bars. To me, they're popsicles because they have sticks in them. Yeah. yeah, I'm eating ice cream. I'm not eating a popsicle. You have it on a stick. It's a popsicle. It's ice cream. It's a popsicle. It's ice cream. It's, it's a popsicle. Cream. Oh, but trust me. After the polls that I bet everybody did, I mean, everybody is different in all kinds of ways. There was many my way. There was many your way. There was so I just had to take it to the people and consider. You know oh, what this argument what, what, is? What, what were the results of the polls, Donald? Okay. So I put up seven pictures of things that I think are popsicles. And I put the names and said popsicles with the question, yes or no. So we had oh, uh, 318 votes on this poll between my social medias. Nice. So the first one was the bomb pop. And these are all together. The bomb pop. Is it a popsicle? Yes. 43 yeah. people said yes. Three people said no. Well, I'm I, the red, white, and blue. Yes, the red, white, and blue. Yeah, so I did the so I did the Sonic treats. You know, I the think Sonic it's ice Hedgehog cream. with the thing, with the with with the stick up the bottom. Twenty seven people said yes as a popsicle. Nineteen people said no as a popsicle. We need to figure out what those treats are made of to determine. <laughs> sure, <laughs> maybe. Because like, yeah, Jason, you brought that up in in that segment. Like, what are they made of? And I don't know if they're ice cream or if they're sherbet or Maybe sherbet. <laughs> it got a stick and it's a popsicle. <laughs> uh, the strawberry crunch. 27 ice people. Cream. Ice cream. 27 people said yes, that's a popsicle. Yeah, 22, people, 22 people said no. <laughs> it's, it's ice cream. The fruit smoothie. 23 people said yes, it's a popsicle. 15 people said no, it's not a popsicle. The oh. wrestling bar. The wrestling bar. 17 people said yes, that's a popsicle. 30 people said no. That's not a, yeah, a name. They, they're confused. Yeah. Ice, <laughs> ice cream. 
<laughs> uh, the push-up. 37 people said yes, that's a popsicle. Nine people said no, it's not a popsicle. It's not, it's sherbet. Freeze, freeze pop. Freeze pop. 41 people said yes, that's a popsicle. Nine people said no, it's not a popsicle. So at the end of the, so at the end of the day, 68% of the people who voted on this poll thinks all of those are popsicles. Don't I like your friends, man? Yeah, like you know what this argument is? This argument is the the stupid the stupid dress that went viral a couple years ago where it was tell me the color of the dress. Is it red and is it blue and black or is it blue and brown or whatever the whatever the question was? But that's exactly what this is. You're you're not gonna get a hundred percent of people to agree on Oh no, 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 you're not. But I just want to see different people's opinions like that. Like for me and Jason. It's, it's, it's like for me and Jason, like that. all of those things with sticks in them are considered popsicles. That's how I grew up knowing that that was a popsicle. Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. what's on top and that stuff, but anything for me where the logic that is has flawed. a stick is a popsicle. It's where the logic is flawed. <laughs> it ain't the logic is flawed. That's flawed logic. That one not survive the logic test. It's like X, Y, and Z. Of course it wouldn't survive a damn logic test. It's my personal opinion. And that's what I thought it was. And that's what we're going as personal opinions. Then to me, they're all popsicles. But you could tell Donald was up for the shit today because he wore the beanie cap. And the glasses. He got the roses on and the beanie cap. So you knew he was ready to come in. Kill Donald only wears the glasses. <laughs> oh, oh, come in, ready and, to go. oh, and I can't wait to talk about AEW, boy. <laughs> I am Jason's underling in this now. <laughs> my cloak now. <laughs> do we got, do we got anything else side. intro? We got anything else intro wise? We're gonna go through some Smasher trash <laughs> real quick. <laughs> All right, uh, this week uh, kind of blew up the internet. Taco Bell is testing out in their test kitchen a uh, a Crunchwrap Supreme made with one big ass cheese it inside of it. Smash trash. I'm gonna smash it, but it just sounds <laughs> yeah different. We'll see. So this is just in their test kitchen in California. So we'll see if this uh, actually makes it out in the actual restaurants. Uh, this week we saw the first pumpkin spice stuff of the season Trash. in July, and we're, we're doing pumpkin spice stuff. Right? No, Trash. Uh, we got Edie's pumpkin pie ice cream. Trash. I don't like Edie's ice cream. Trash. And then uh, Chobani coffee cold brew with pumpkin spice creamer. So I would drink that, but I'm not drinking it until at least September 1st. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to call me a couple months later. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. at least September 1st. So, like. uh, key lime Twizzlers for the summertime. Trash. Trash. Smash those. Uh, Naked Juice is coming out with an orange vanilla cream juice and a key lime juice. Trash. I like smoothies. Trash. Too much health in there. (laughs) Uh, They're not really that healthy for you. They got sued over that years ago. So much sugar. (laughs) Yeah, you might, you might, you better off just sitting there and, and you remember. People in, in, in junior high would sell the, the happy crack, the bags of oh, yeah. sugar in it. That's pretty much what you, <laughs> you were doing whenever you were drinking a naked juice whenever they first came out. Uh, Totino's pizza rolls are coming out with a buffalo chicken roll. Smash. Smash. I'll give them a try. I'll give those a try, yeah. 
Uh, we talked about one of these, but uh, they kind of paired them up again. Sam's Club is going to have uh, two Doritos uh, limited edition. One is Buffalo Ranch, and another is a Twisted Southwest Ranch. Didn't the so Buffalo Ranch just come out? Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's already in store. Yeah, I saw the Buffalo Ranch ones this Smash. Time, last time I was there. Um, I'll, I'll pass. I'm, I'm out on the old. Everything got to be a flaming hot this and <laughs> hot buffalo. I'm out on it. Like, can't do it no more. Yeah, I'd like to try both of those. Uh, Hers Chips. They're doing Philly-inspired flavors. So they're doing a Whiz and Wit for a Philly cheesesteak, a uh, two fifteen special, looks like ketchup and hot sauce, and then a Long Hots flavor. Trash. Trash. Yeah. The only it's thing good hers crazy. makes only thing good only thing good hers makes are the honey cheese curls. Yeah, it's Philly, so I'll pass on that. <laughs> uh, uh, Lay's is coming out with uh, kettle cooked Fritos chili cheese flavored chips. Smash. Trash. Yeah, that's oh, crazy. All right, and the last one. Uh, big news here this week. Uh, if you guys didn't see it or not. Throw them back to the 90s. Slice is coming back. What? Yeah. So they're going to have uh, four flavors. Orange, lemon, lime, cherry, and berry. <laughs> the basic. Smash. Smash. Orange Smash and cherry berry. for sure are going into rotation. And we'll save the red pop discussion that we have. But that, <laughs> that, that sliced cherry is going to be better than something else. JJ, if you're listening, we'll get into that, we'll get into that on a different week. <laughs> that's all that's I have a, that's a little inside that's a little inside inside um discussion that got heated while we were watching <laughs> yeah it did forbidden door <laughs> on yeah, sunday did. night <laughs> yeah, you would have thought like people were playing monopoly it got heated <laughs> red so, we'll get into that at a later time all right so we good with the intro you ready to get into it let's go mm-hmm. all right let's go bell bell All right, a ton happened World of Pro Wrestling this week. Um, we're not going to run through and, and nitpick at everything. Um, I think there's enough glaring – I don't want to say glaring overall arcing questions, but there was some questions that came out this week to where you can deep dive into some stuff and, and touch on it. And we'll run through what may have uh, got you upset, excited, whatever the case may be um, from pro wrestling. So um, – I initially wanted to call this episode Unhappy Ending, right? Um, And for those of you that don't know what I'm speaking of, I'm talking about the way the pay-per-view ended at Forbidden Door. 100%. So just to backtrack this and tie it in, we talked last Saturday about how the lead up to Forbidden Door they ran Dynamite Wednesday, Friday, and they ended it with pandemonium and a beatdown and people clearing out the locker room and chaos and everything else. It's the same exact way they ended the pay-per-view. To build up to this blood and guts match that, for all intents and purposes, I could have gave two shits about. It, I was not interested in it to begin with. You literally you you build it up for an entire week, and you ended a historic show between two of the biggest wrestling companies mm-hmm. in the world by setting up your Wednesday night main event. So it's technically three segments, 
that they interrupted Moxley and Tanahashi just to build up <laughs> to that match. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Horrible. I, I didn't I you know the the we called out the booking um with AEW here a little bit recently with what they were doing leading up to the pay-per-view um and then it just continued this week so i mean we're not going to go match by match for the pay-per-view but i think jay i don't know if you if you caught it and watched it um i think we're unanimous here from the three of us that did watch it that cassidy and osprey was matching tonight yeah stole the show hands down um behind that i would put in Probably the tag match. Yes. And I, I think Cassidy and Osprey was the match that we talked about. Like, like really, this is the original match that was planned, and it delivered. It I said, it, slow build look, the whole match. I'm eating, I'm eating some humble pie because I said that last week on the show that I would. this is a terrible, terrible book match. Just and that was no faith in. Tore the house down with it. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Um, FTR winning. Rumor and innuendo comes out that the Bucks were supposed to win mm-hmm. and then face Jungle Express and win the AEW belts to have all the belts and then face FTR, a match later on down the road. I saw on Twitter, and I want to give the guy a shout-out because this was by far what I am most interested in seeing for All Out. Um, so his Twitter handle is at just sir 37. And he said, here be out young bucks versus FTR at all out two out of three falls. First fall, new Japan tag titles, second fall, AEW tag titles, third fall, if needed, all titles, including ROH and triple A. And I said, book it. Take my money and make it the main event. Hold on. Say the third one again. The third fall would be for, for all the belts. So the New Japan, AEW, ROH, AAAR, all four belts would be in the third fall. Basically, winner take all at that point. So they would be 1-1. One, one, and then the third fall would be for all the belts. Mm, then you're having a pointless title change in the middle of a match. I can see if each one had a different stipulation, but if you if the last pin is going to take everything, there's no point in having. The first well, the last pins. pin would be their their one one and they're dead even in their in their matchup since they started. So this last fall is going to determine who's the best tag team in the world, <clears throat> and that that team that wins is going to take all the belts. I like to see I the match. I don't, you know, if you want to set up the first and second fall differently to get to the third fall being the winner take all fall, I, I'm okay with adjusting the formula for the first two falls, mm-hmm. but give me that match. The only way I see that being yeah. the main event is if Punk's not healthy. Because I don't care if Punk is healthy. They're not going to not put that match in the main event, though. I'm okay with the match. With they're him, not going to run Punk versus. They're not going to run Punk versus Tanahashi or Punk versus Moxley at, at all out. I'm okay Punk's with. Punk. I'm I'm okay with the match, but not for all the belts. I'm tired of the belt collecting whole aspect of everything. 
see, I don't view this one so much as being belt collecting, even though you are, even though you have all the belts. Oh, it's belt collecting. <laughs> if you have one or more belt, it's belt collecting. That's well, I mean, it goes back to your popsicle argument. If it's on a stick, it's a popsicle. To me, that's not them going out and collecting all the belts. That that wasn't their mission statement. It wasn't Omega saying, I'm going to be the belt collector and go out and collect all the belts. So just because they hold all the belts doesn't mean that they're belt collectors. Then what is it? better than everybody else. Then what is it? Was Ultimo Dragon a belt collector? No, he was just better than everybody else. Right, Matt, Matt Cordon, a belt collector. No, he's just been yeah, better think... than everybody else. Welcome back, Nathan. <laughs> I'm back from vacay. <laughs> you were talking about your <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, we won't get barred down in the mood in the minutia of that, but yeah. I'm here for the match. Give me that, yeah. The, yeah, match, yes. Yes. FTR had a 60-day title run with the AEW tag belts and then dropped them to the Bucks. They've yet to get a rematch since they've lost to the Bucks for the AEW tag team titles. They are the hottest tag team in pro wrestling. Dax, through the first half of the year, is arguably in the top five for wrestler of the year. Between what he's done in tag matches and singles. So put it on. Like that's your we talked they talked about the tag team wrestling with AEW starting and tag team wrestling is gonna be important and it's gonna be a backbone of the company and everything else. And two of your four EVPs that founded the company are tag team wrestlers. We've yet to have a tag team main event to show. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have all this on the line, you're going to have all these belts on the line, and it's going to be out there, then have the main event to show. I'd rather see the main event than Punk ever main event again. This is an interesting take, Steve. FTR is ratings kryptonite. I need evidence of that. So I... I Show me their minute by minutes, I guess, or their fit or their segment blocks. Because in, in ring, I'd say no. Oh, I, I love watching them wrestle. Promo yeah. and everything else, I'd say I, yes. I, I, I do love watching them wrestle. Promo and segments, I'd say yes. It's still been this day, probably my match of the year right now from Ring of, from Ring of Honor back WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, FTR and the Briscoes. Yeah. I, but Jay, to your point with promos, how often are they out there cutting a 10 minute promo? Never. So, like, they're going to, I mean, they're straight shooters. They're going to give it to you how it is. You know Dax is going to say pro wrestling is the most important thing to him. We're trying to take food from my baby's mouth and this and that, and let's go. Let's get it on. No flips, just fists. But they do. They're over as hell. Did you hear the pop for them on Wednesday night when they came Mm -hmm. out with Dan Housen? So, uh, to me, I don't see them being ratings killers, and I don't. And we can get into a different debate at a different time as far as tag teams. That if you want to look at minute by minute ratings and all that, like how many tag teams 
were ratings draws, so to speak. Because for 20 plus years, we never had no emphasis put on tag team wrestling. Because WWE was the only thing around, so it was all singles. Nothing. I mean, you, had, you had some tag teams in TNA and, and some in Ring of Honor, but not enough emphasis on the whole division. Uh, so yeah, that just that's what caught my eye yesterday. I'm like, okay, I, I see where you're going and I like what you're doing. I got no problem giving that give give me that match. If they build it up from now, mm-hmm. give it to me. Yeah, and but. there's the there's the rub. So let's get into the booking of AEW because we talked about it last week, and we said, "What are you going to do after the pay per view? Yeah. Where are you going to go? What are you going to turn to to start getting back to storytelling and building characters and getting people invested instead of just throwing matches together?" And what did they announce for last night? A Royal oh. Rampage, a Rampage Royale. <laughs> Twenty guys, two rings. I like I love the concept of it. Different, right? Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I, mean, I like the alternating. I like the alternating rings. I believe WCW wasn't that World War Three. Yeah. yeah, WCW did the two rings, and yeah, but you haven't seen it since then, so it felt True, fresh. But... It felt new, right? I mean, there's. Like... I mean, there's definitely a whole group of of uh, fans that probably never watched that before. Right. So yeah, I mean. You know, what's old is new again. We see that from fashion to wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. But I love, I like the concept of it. My argument and and where where I'm jaded with the booking of this type of match is because you literally just did this to determine who would face Moxley (laughs) in the title contender series to go on to Forbidden Door. So to me, you're just replaying the same thing that you did the first go around, yeah, and you know, you know, you know, Brody won the match, and mm-hmm. you know, he's not going to fight him at all out. So you're just going to get a match, maybe it's uh, next week. Uh, oh, it's next it's week. Next, it's next it's week. on Dynamite. Yeah, it's on Dynamite, and you know who's going to win. Yeah, you absolutely know who's going to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm very happy that they had Brody win it because when they got to the final two, I'm like, they're going, Darby's going to win it again. And they're gonna have they're gonna run Darby and Mox again, just because like, of it. Yeah, I like it because it's someone that hasn't been in that picture before. But yeah, don't like don't replay the same. It's the same stipulation to crown a number one contender as what yeah. you did to crown the number one contender two weeks ago. And why are you doing this so soon to have a title match next week? Yes. When you have Battle of the Belts coming up, too, in a few weeks. Ratings. I mean, like, yes, the whole point of having the television show is to draw ratings, right? I still feel like we put too much emphasis on ratings because we don't know what a true rating is. There's no way to calculate exactly how many people are watching the show. Because you're still basing off of Nielsen ratings. Yeah, I don't put no. That doesn't account like that type of stuff doesn't account for streaming. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like 
DVR, if you don't watch it within so many hours, then it doesn't count towards the rating. Like, people are consuming the show. We don't actually know what the true number is. So, yeah, they did over a million people on, on Wednesday night. Great. But if they dip back down, are, you, are people going to say, oh, they fell off? They don't, they don't know what they're doing no more because they got under a million people. That's exactly what will happen because that's consistent. There's a trend. AEW generally only does a million after a pay-per-view. I mean, they can do it for, like, special big events, but, you know, consistently, right after a pay-per-view, they get the numbers, and then it dips again, you know? It's, it's the trend. It's like... And I saw a lot of hate for that Blood and Guts match on Wednesday night, too. Oh, I... I wish they would stop doing that match on TV because it takes away from the match. The match itself wasn't very good, but I think just the commercial breaks and everything just ruins the momentum of the match. So what about the match for you wasn't good? I hated the ending. It was too much. They they focused completely on the top of the cage for what, like the last 10, 15 minutes of the match. So you didn't see what was going on in the cage. What was everybody doing in there? Just standing around watching what was going on. Oh yeah, you saw all of you saw all of Yuta and uh, Moxley were just sitting there talking to each other while looking up. <laughs> so you clearly saw up it. there. And then I get you know I, you could tell a couple times they were they were trying to talk to the people down below to come back to come up, but it's just like there were so many lulls in that ending. Chris, there's a co- there's a comment in there from Nate. Hold off. Uh, well, you put it up. I was going to tell yeah, you to hold sorry. off, but. Is this real life? This is not real life. That better not be. This is that's Flair's last match, Nate Diaz. <coughs> Might be his last breath. <laughs> that can't be true. That's, that's horrible. Oh, not real. All right, I was gonna say, <laughs> but you never know with Meltzer. He just like <laughs> Nate. Nate Black Schefter us. We got that swerve. Um, so, but yeah, back to Blood and Guts. I, I agree with the whole ending with it being focused too much on the top of the cage. I feel like the finish wasn't even the finish to the match. I feel like the yeah. finish was the build to Cesaro and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Because they, Eddie's come out and talked about, they have, <laughs> he has real life heat with Cesaro. And he has not hid that fact. Hopefully, he's like he has beef with everybody. Yeah, because <laughs> he runs but his mouth. That's that just seems like his, I, I mean, I know that's his like real life stuff, but it it, it seems like his gimmick now. I just hate this man. 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 Again, he could talk me into the building, but once his match starts, I'm at the bar drinking. And that that was kind of how I felt on on Wednesday that. You know, yeah, he, he can hype me up in the match, but whenever I'm actually watching him, he doesn't do anything for me. And that match did nothing for me because I've seen the match like 80 times already. We get on WWE about repeat matches. I'm sick of seeing these two people, two groups, fight each other. So I was bored the whole time with it. I enjoyed Cesaro. I enjoyed Yuta, and I enjoyed uh, Garcia. It was the only three I really enjoyed watching that match. So I know I know Toe, shout out Toe from, from Knuckleheads, he brought up. I saw his clip. Kingston, the whole the, the Kingston's whole beef was, I, I'm gonna I want to kill Jericho, right? Mm-hmm. Make him bleed. I'm gonna end his life, right? Basically saying he's gonna go in there and and, and commit murder, right? I did see that. 
And then once he got in there, like you went after him initially, and then that was it. Like, I think you'd have German suplexed Jericho how many times in a row, and Kingston just stood there and didn't do anything. Like, if you're out to to draw blood and and really destroy this person, why are you not over there stomping his face and everything else? Like, yeah. If this is the match to do that. Exactly. That's the whole point. You didn't do what you said you were going to do. Yeah, that it can it completely fell flat on the concept. Because then, then even like when the cage came down, I was like, you know what? Cool. I was like, you know, they're around a crowd this year. You know, they're actually in an arena. We're not going to see any the cage spots. And then, of course, we had to do a cage spot. Well, you knew Sammy was going off top at some point. That was a good. I mean, he hit it perfect. I'll give Sammy that. Like that was a perfect spot. But I'm just glad they shot it better than they did with Jericho's <laughs> fall off the cage last year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put the uh, let's put the in, inflatable blob underneath the announce table. Um, I think the the one spot that got me in that match where like I like damn near had a panic attack was the swing on top of the cage. Okay, that that's me was like I, Jericho no said it was Jericho said it was he was like oh that's the craziest scariest <laughs> spot I've done in my entire pro wrestling career. We'll never do it again, but yeah, luckily we pulled it off. I'm like, yeah. luckily you pulled it off. No <laughs> shit. Like, after being in there for damn near an hour, you want to get up and have have you be all sweaty, bloody, whatever, Cesaro, and you want to get up there and swing from a 25-foot <laughs> top of the cage? Mm-hmm. Like, close to the edge, too. Yeah. Yeah, close to the edge. Because that's what I thought. I was like, can't you move in more in the center? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see how and we talked about what they're going to do with booking moving forward and where they're going to go but based off of what they've done so far like what the only thing that you got story story progression on right was Luchasaurus, Jericho and Jungle Boy Other than that, I don't think anything else was story progression. Maybe Jade and the baddies, then Athena and Statlander running on that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you had your uh, Warlow and Scorpio Sky just face off in the back for mm-hmm. next week. Yeah, we're getting a street fight. The street we fight. Blood and blood. Now we're getting a street fight. But you know there's going to be shenanigans because Warlow said it. Bring on the entire American top team. So we know yeah. we're getting all those fools covered up next week. <laughs> Way to get Scorpio to retain the title. <laughs> so like, what are you – where's your reset button? Typically when you come out of a big pay-per-view, you have your blow-off feuds, you reset, you do some recap, and then you start your next set of feuds and next set of stories. Where's their reset at? I don't think they're going to hit the reset button until after All Out. (laughs) It's too far away. Yeah. When is All Out? September. September. First Labor Day weekend. 
Labor Day weekend, like it always is. Said that promotion has nothing for me. Nothing. I I I don't know if it was too much. And and this doesn't make this wouldn't make sense, but I don't know if the whole punk thing just threw Tony for a loop, and he's just kind of you know flustered in his head on how to book some stuff right now. But you know that should be the only thing that he should be flustered about. You know everything else you should. I'm more interested in the ROH stuff. And they've done, a better, they've done a better job of building that up than yes. they have eight. Yes, 1,000% agree. And how much of that have they really been building up lately? It seems like Ring of Honor is kind of taking a back seat for a few weeks. They're starting to build it back up again. Yeah. Noticed, but <laughs> they got a pay-per-view now in July. Just, <laughs> you know, don't have a TV show, Don't aren't really building anything up on TV, but we're going to have a pay-per-view. Well, I, we talked about that because, like we said, you do, you don't just get a TV deal like that. That's not yeah. those things aren't easily to come by. So, if they switch to, you know, a, a monthly or something pay per view scheme, pay per view schedule like TNA did whenever they first started, I'm all for that because then it still gets those guys work. They can still build matches. You can have them cut segments and add in. You know, stuff on Rampage mm-hmm. with the ROH people. Like, I'm a, I'm 1,000% on board with what they're doing so far with the ROH stuff. Shoot, I wish they cut out a half an hour slot for them on Dynamite. Give me or, something. Or give Rampage more. Yeah, stuff. give me something. Or YouTube. You know, they have Dark and Dark Elevation on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You could do something with that for, for Ring of Honor to, to set it up. But, yeah, I... I don't. I just. I look at them right now, and it. Now more than ever, I feel like it's the fan running the show and not the booker running the show. In regards to Tony Khan, MJF was right. Now, now here's the question for you. Seeing that, how much of that is Cody leaving the company? Because we all know that Cody's like Tony was supposedly the booker, right? And mm-hmm. the end all be all, the final stamp of approval. But that doesn't mean that Cody and Kenny or the Bucks or whoever didn't have say in the story, and then they just worked it out to where Tony would sign off on it. Correct? Like we could we could safely yeah. assume that, right? I think last year, last summer, we kind of heard that rumor that you know there was a implosion internally with the four VPs. And you know that Tony was going to start taking more of a le- taking more of a leadership role on stuff. And since then, you know, if that was actually true, and what happened since Tony's kind of taken over, I think I think whenever the wrestlers were running the show, the show was a better show than what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate had a couple of things. Joe yeah. is Joe really injured. Joe's filming a show. No, I don't know. So that's his right. That was his write off. Mm-hmm. Um, With that little chair I, shot to the shoulder. Well, and they've yeah. worked over the shoulder mm-hmm. leading up to that. But yeah, so that was the write off. I'm, I'm assuming he'll be back. I haven't heard anything definitive on when he wraps up his part. Um, <clears throat> to go from there. So I, I, I don't know, but you would have to assume Joe's going to be on the show. I mean, he's your ROH TV champ. So yeah. They have him there, and then Yuta is the pure champ, the pure the pure title champ in ROH. 
Jonathan Gresham is signed. He is the main champion. So and I love the promo he cut last night. Yes. Yes, oh, that I was didn't see good, that. Oh, yes, that was a good promo. Yes. Good. Glad he's back. He said, I'm tired. I'm tired of being left out of the discussion as being the best technical wrestler in the world. I've worked 17 years to perfect my craft. I've done it all over the world, and my name's not even mentioned, but you guys talk about Danielson and Claudio and Sabre. Like, yeah, Gresham, all for that. Give me that, Gresham, and and I'm sold. I don't need to see I don't need to see Gresham so much in Ring of Honor. Yes, keep him there, establish Ring of Honor for a bit, but I'm I'd be ready for him just to move over to AEW real quick. I mean, you can get that with the, if they're going to do like an R, the ROH AEW interactive interaction shows, like yeah. those types of pay per views where you could maybe make those like we talked about. You can maybe make those into your battle of the belts mm-hmm. where you have both of those companies being defended and make that into a bigger show than just a one hour where you get, you know, (laughs) a women's title and a tag title, but actually make it into something special. Um, But yeah, that. How about Tony getting hooked and Dan Housen and Ring of Honor? I wouldn't mind both of those going there. Dan Housen was signed to Ring of Honor before they they got bought out and, and closed their doors. Um, I think they'd be a better fit for the Ring of Honor brand than for where they're at right now in AEW. I don't know, but like I said, back to story wise, like I, I love the I love the Christian Luchasaurus stuff. I think it was a nice change for Luchasaurus. I think it's something that he needed. needed. New as the weeks play, cool. as the weeks play out, give me the explanation as to why. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense right now as to exactly why he just decided to stay with Christian and forget Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um, but if he keeps murdering people and Christian keeps cutting promos the way he's cutting promos, when Jungle Boy music hits and he comes back, he's going to be a made top tier baby face more than what he was before he left with the injury. Like, think, like, back to, like, when Miz just ran down Cena that whole summer while Cena was off filming movies when Miz first came to Raw. And then Cena showed up and said, oh, no, you got a main, you got a pay-per-view match and it's against me. <laughs> and the crowd went nuts. <laughs> like, do that same that same story with Christian and Luchasaurus and then have Jungle Boy come out and he'll be, he'll be made more than what he already is. Yeah. Because then there was just like this week, you know, you had everybody last week was like, oh, did, did Christian go too far talking about Jungle Boy's family? And then he comes out this week and kind of sw- double, like, yeah, double down, down on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forget what, uh, I just had a point and I forget what I was going to say. I'm going to come back to it. Um, if, it if it pops back into my head, we can come back to it. Um, it's an old age, man. Any, anything <laughs> else from AEW that, you want to discuss hits misses likes dislikes anything the otherwise this is to me this is a very crucial time for them because you you have the the wave of forbidden door which started off as a tsunami <laughs> and just trickled in like a little ripple yeah and you can see that based on the, the the sales and ticket prices and how those drop down to the day of the show 
people were unloading tickets for like three dollars was the lowest I saw a ticket go for. We'll see what they up the buy end up end up being. <laughs> With everybody hurt on their roster, hey, nice time to start pushing some people. Yeah. Yeah, they're. It's that's why. Critical. That's why I like Birdie King winning last night. There's something different. At least. Something, yes, something different. But don't just see that in where they, where they do good. Then it's a it's a double sided coin, right? They do good mm-hmm. by having him win, and it's exciting. It's a fresh guy. <laughs> he looks the part. He can wrestle his ass off for being as big as he is. But on the flip side of the coin is, he won one match, and then you're going to have him lose the following yes. week mm-hmm. to the champ. Almost so like you've done nothing. In the end, you've done nothing mm-hmm. for him. Yep. Yeah. Feeding him to Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what to do. Straight uh, up feeding him, boy. <laughs> all right. Anything else, AEW wise? Uh, <laughs> Ethan Page. I wish he could win sometimes. I like him a lot. Yeah. All ego. I just see all shoulders on Matt lately. <laughs> There's a t-shirt. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong in that statement. Yeah. They said he's 28 and 9. Where? Dark and elevation. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where everybody gets their wins. And that's the, but that's the problem. Whenever you see him on Dynamite, all he's doing is losing. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. He's either cutting a promo or all shoulders on Matt. I they need. Uh, did they have too many people come in at the same time? Yeah, like yeah, I mean, if you think about it, in, in less yeah. in less less than a year, right? Yeah. You had you had you had Keith Lee, you had CM Punk, you had Danielson. Um, Swerve now, Claudio. Like, you have all these people come in, <coughs> and people are bitching because they're not getting pushes right away and everything else and all that. And you can't just there's only a handful of people that will come in and be near the top of the card right from the door. And that mm-hmm. to me, out of those, you have Punk and Danielson, Cesaro, maybe depending on the, the story, right? But it's like it. it it just threw them into this indie match style where all they're doing is just booking matches and they got away from, and they got away from the storytelling and building people up. Like if you think about where we were at before all those people came in, you built people up the right way. You build up hangman, you built Britt Baker, you like you establish the pillars of your company. Right, and now it's just we'll have, day. we'll have match after match after match, and people will tune in just because it's the diehard wrestling fans that are excited to see these matchups that they've never seen before. Yeah. Do you think Cody was a storyteller? I said from day one he was the WWE guy in AEW, <laughs> and that's what initially that that's what eventually got him out. And for all the shit that Cody got with, from his own stories, but Cody knows how to tell stories. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind Cody in AEW. 
some of Cody's matches were the things I look forward to the most in AEW. Agreed. Where's the checks and balances at with all these people that have 30 years in the business that are in the back? Yeah. Where are they at? Yeah. Where's Mark Henry at? Big Where's show. Dustin at? Where's Malenko at? Where's Jerry Lynn at? Why aren't these guys relying more on for being in creative and booking? <laughs> not saying that they're not, but why why is this not more of a I mean you have like those four names alone given their history and what they've done in the ring and how good they were in all facets of the game. You mean to tell me you can't have those four guys, not just produce, but you can't have them help creatively or point out Billy Gunn, like say, hey, this doesn't make sense based off. If you do this now, what does it mean three months from now? Yeah, stay. (laughs) It it really depends. I mean, we don't know what the backstage creative process is. You know, it could it could be all those guys involved, or it could just be Tony. You know, it's hard to say. What, you know, no one's really come out and said what the process is, but I just if they're feel not like involved, the, I, I agree. It's a disservice if he's not involving these people. I just feel like the longer that we've gone with AEW around, and especially this this last year, right? Maybe eight seven months or so you've got you've gotten away from what made you different and also now you're just your originals yeah they are and word is some you know more people are planning on leaving santana being one of them Uh, him and ortiz uh rumor and innuendo had a blow up and i mean if you look back they really they haven't been on TV. They haven't wrestled mm-hmm. tag matches. Mm-hmm. Santana was taking bookings by himself outside the company. So, I mean, that looks I mean, to be can, done. I, I hope he's okay. That, I, I hope he's okay because I know that it looks like he tore up his whole knee mm-hmm. on that Uranagi. Yeah. Um, so he lost all the Dark Order, yeah, which was yeah. building to something. I mean, you had that year after – after Brody of Dark Order being such a focus. And yeah, it's gone to nothing. Said it's just it's it's interesting time because you start you're starting to see the the honeymoon period has wore off for me as a viewer. Right? Mm -hmm. Like now I'm now I'm looking at it more nitpicking now. (laughs) Not even nitpicking, but now now we're like the chinks in your armor are there. Like before, you had the force field up, and there's still people that say the force field is there, and they will never say anything wrong about AEW and what they do. <laughs> but if you if you watch it with an unbiased eye and actually just watch it for being a weekly pro wrestling program, they have a lot of chinks in the armor. I've been watching Raw more consistently, and I still watch AEW Dynamite consistently. I, I pretty much haven't watched Rampage a whole lot lately. Now, between the two, AEW is still entertaining me more than WWE. But am I completely entertained by AEW, like to where like it's the most enjoyable product? No, it's there's definitely a lot of issues that I'm having with them. But I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> might be time to either to watch some other stuff. Maybe I'll watch more New Japan. But yeah, 
All right. With that being said, let's segue over to WWE because there's some stuff to get into there leading up to this card, Money in the Bank, which we'll break down here shortly and run through our predictions on a six-match pay-per-view. Um, you want to talk about a fall-off from a pay-per-view? This was supposed to be a stadium show and be one of the big four pay-per-views of the year for them, and it turned into a change of venue running opposing the UFC on their biggest night of the year in a six-match card that I have really no interest in seeing at all. I'm hoping this show's only like a three-hour show because I don't, I don't I know, think you'll get a full three hours. Because, I mean, you're getting two ladder matches, so those are going to take up some time. But the other four matches, I don't know if you're going to get a lot out of them. All right, so let's, th- let's touch on stuff from the week on the go-home to Money in the Bank that was. I'm going to start with last night right off the bat. That opening segment was trash. There was nothing that was done in that opening segment as a TV viewer that made me want to keep watching the show. Was that them all on the ladders? Yeah. The all same segment they run every year, though. Yeah, I'm tired of that gimmick, too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do hey, I, I tweeted out, um, why isn't the seven-foot Nigerian giant pushing the ladders over <laughs> while the dumbasses are on top of it so nobody can compete and he can just walk into Money in the Bank, climb a ladder, reach up, and grab the belt. He was, waiting for, MVP. He was waiting for MVP to tell him. It makes no logical sense that you're facing these five men in a ladder match. All five of them are on top of a ladder. But yeah, has it ever turned to chaos? What'd you say, Jay? Has it ever turned to chaos? No. Because you can't injure the people. <laughs> you can't get injured the week before the event. A couple days. The night before. This one, exactly a day before. But it's it's the optics. Like, I'm looking at that and I'm watching it. And I'm like, this makes no sense to just stand in the ring. And then I didn't know what they were. I, I thought they There's were going to run out of microphones. So what? I thought they were going to run out of microphones, that opening segment. With as many people that had one and talked. So you had you the, get the talking stick. Everybody should take the microphone. Everybody, down. yeah. Everybody had a mic. You had you had Seth Rollins up there humping the ladder before they all started to speak, <laughs> slow stroking it. Look and everybody smile. got and, and everybody got there. That might have been the best part of the opening segment. And then you had everybody give their turn as to why they're going to walk out with the title, and they've all cashed in on Roman Reigns before. Blah blah blah. Then you had the Miz come out, Zeke, Corbin, Madcap, for whatever reason. Then you had Pierce say, guess what, guys? That's for that last gonna, spot. Gonna, that's not what they did in the opening segment. To vie for that last spot. To say why they should be in that last spot. Then you set up a battle royal with all of those everybody. guys. <laughs> I love that everybody thought it was for number one contender. Nobody listens. Just watch the show and pay attention. They gave you so a preview. You had, all, you had all those guys in the Battle Royal. Corbin wins the Battle Royal just to say he won a Battle Royal. It didn't give him the last spot in the match. It was a preview for tomorrow. To set up, to set up for them to, what, wrestle the four of them? Got to wrestle again to see yeah. who qualifies in the last spot? Mm-hmm. 
make it make sense. He gave you a preview. Corbin, That's Corbin, a uh, Corbin won because you know that he wasn't going to win later that night. That was the dumbest opening segment I've seen from them in a long time. I enjoyed it. I turned it off. Shut it off. I I tuned out. Didn't watch the rest of the show. That that to me does not that that does nothing. All all you did, literally all you did with that was fill thirty minutes of your show. It was a time filler. That's all it was. It no it gave no progression to anything. It had no <clears throat> impact on anything. Met what are you going to what are you going to progress in a match that's tomorrow? Why are you having all the Why are you having all the participants in the match tomorrow night? In a battle royal with four people that aren't in the match, that sets up the winner gets nothing. Just they won a match on SmackDown. What is the point in that as your opening segment to your go home show? He gave you a match you haven't seen in a while, a battle royal. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? One <laughs> Monday. You haven't seen it in a while, but it was, yeah, yeah, flip the channel. You see it two hours later. It was on Monday. They had a battle royal on Monday too. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know. And then they had two competitors yes, fight later. Watch, yeah, I did a watch for all. So. Yes, they had a battle royal on Monday. <laughs> I just, I don't I I don't understand it. Like, how can you not come up with something better than that? What do you want for a pay per view that's tomorrow? I don't want the six guys on sitting on top of a ladder talking about the same thing that they talked about since they all qualified for the stupid match that's taking place tonight. It's the same formula every year. That's the problem. <laughs> what if are you you're not doing? seeing that, then that, that, that means you're just blinded by what they give you because you don't want anything different. Stop using the same formula. It doesn't work. Works for me. I'm in there. You went the same formula of blood and guts every year. And you're gonna watch. Very I, think we, I think we said that we didn't want to see, to see that, but you went the same formula for hell in the cell, and you're gonna watch. I watch because I watch because we talk about it and we cover it. I'm not watching it because I'm truly interested and invested. So like you're, you're, not, you're not interested in the money in the bank. At all. Not at all. I am. Not at all. Neither match, men's nor women's. This is the most least interesting money in the bank that that I've that I've watched since they started doing it. And that's counting the corporate climb the ladder on top of the office building. <laughs> Bullshit where they threw killed Ray Mysterio off by throwing him <laughs> off the roof. And he was back in three weeks. <laughs> Circle back to them. How are you not interested? I'm interested in the women. I'm not interested in the men's. The women's to me is a foregone conclusion. I think I think for the men, I only care about one person in that match. I don't care about any other ones, so it doesn't make me interested in the match. For money in the bank purposes, what's better, a baby face or a heel? Heel. Baby face. Oh, always a heel. 
always a heel. It's a heel cat. It's a it's a it's a heel move. No babyface cashes in. So you're going against all logic right there from the start. The only man that I'm interested in seeing win the money in the bank is Riddle. And I, I don't want it. Sheamus, no. Drew, absolutely not. Uh, Seth, hell no. He knows it need it. He's the, he doesn't need it, but he's the only one I care about in the match. Almost and definitely not. <laughs> he's just there to hold the ladders. That's all he's there for. Yeah. And watch they put on almost. Don't do that. He'll probably put on Madcap. <laughs> you want to build stars? Yeah, that is I a way to you, build a stars. <laughs> I, I gave you, I gave you this, I gave you, I laid out this scenario last week on why Sami Zayn should win. And it's a way more yeah. interesting story than anything they're going to do coming out yeah. of it. That's what I said. You you laid it out, it's interesting, and they're not going to do it that way. So if you throw logic into the equation, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not even thrown in. Lo- I mean, that's not even like a logical thing. That's just something that's, it's, it's breaking your formula. It's different. So you just named, you just dropped three people that you're interested in winning the match, but you have no interest in the match. No, I said the only person I'm interested in is Riddle. You just told laid out. About, you just laid out a story about Sami Zayn. So I see you last want him week. to be. I see last you want- week. I laid. Last week you were you were sitting on the beach in a black sweatsuit, so you yes. missed the point last week. I know, but you just said Sami Zayn, right? No, I said I laid out a scenario last week about yeah. how Sami Zayn can win. That yeah. doesn't mean I'm interested in Sami Zayn winning because Sami Zayn is not. Well, if you booked win. it, you're interested. If you booked it, you're interested. If you thought it out, you're interested. There's three people I'm, right there. I have a childhood. I didn't say Seth Rollins. Chris said Seth Rollins. I know Chris said Seth Rollins. So there's three people right there. No, but I gave you one. Match. I gave you one person. You gave me Riddle. One. You, you gave me Riddle. But you, booked, but you booked Sami Zayn. Based on our it, conversation last week, Jay. If last you booked week. it, you're interested. If you booked it, you're interested. There's two for you. No, who you want to win? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> this guy. Oh, what the men? I mean, well, not, let's not get our predictions. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say we need to do yeah, predictions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should we just get into predictions now? Why not? Go ahead, because I don't care. There was nothing else to discuss on either <laughs> one of those shows. All right. <laughs> what the male models? In the bank, or you want to work our you way up? You want to go into that? the male models? You want to go into it? Because I didn't. I didn't watch it, so I. Okay. From the way you guys were talking pre-show, I guess I got to go back and watch it. Don't I didn't I didn't mind it. I didn't I'm just saying I didn't mind it. I'm looking forward to it. It's something different. I'm kind of looking forward to it, but it was too long. It was long. It it, it was too long. And I like how McAfee was trying to help it out. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like if anybody can pull it off, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh fuck, what's his name? Max Dupree. Max Dupree. <laughs> I'm going to call him L.A. Nice. You're, you're saying it wrong. It's Max Dupree. Because <laughs> he's the one that kept me in it and going in yes. and out of it. Yes, it was. It yeah. was. Mm-hmm. That's his job. He, he's yeah. good on the mic. so mm-hmm. Which is terrible because that's all they're going to have him do. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm interested in it because it's something different. It, it, it's something different from New Day and the Viking Raiders. 
it's something different from Sheamus and um, Drew. It's just something different. But the same point, Steve, for what you said, it's like he never did anything for me in the ring. So um, I, I enjoy him more on the mic than I enjoy watching him wrestle. He's not just he's he's too he's better in the ring than just being a talking figurehead. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with that. Like Don Callis was actually a good wrestler <coughs> and they just had him talk. And he's spoken about that way back whenever him and Lance did their podcast, but he talked about them coming in and he was supposed to team up with Rick Martel and they were going to mm-hmm. get a run and everything else. Like Callis was actually a good wrestler. And I know he had some matches, just, but I never just watched had him talk. Other, other than like what they did on raw with him, but he was more a manager then too mm-hmm. as a wrestler. But. That's what I'm saying. If you go watch Callis stuff on YouTube prior to him coming into WWE, he, to wrestle, yeah, and that's where I see Eli Drake, yeah. LA Knight, Max Dupree. I need him to be like me. the last straw. Like, if I got to get it done myself, I have to come out there. <laughs> and there's a way to do it to make it yeah. to make it entertaining and yeah. make it make sense that that's why he's doing it. Yeah, but if you're just gonna have him be out there and be the figurehead to get these other guys over that are in the yeah. group, that's a disservice to him. Mm-hmm. Especially that mace, yeah, Marseille. Marseille. <laughs> I'm, 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 cool. I'm, 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 I'm okay with uh, Montois. <laughs> it's probably Montoir. a good paycheck, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's saying these names. Like, <laughs> all right, let's, get it. let's let's run through this card real quick. All right, we'll kick it off with uh, the undisputed tag team championship: Usos versus the Street Profits. Match tonight definitely has potential. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you there, Jay. Um, I need Montez on a single run by himself. They alluded to that in uh, this time last night. This I time, need, make Lee, like slow burn it. Make him be your Iron Man in this upcoming mm-hmm. year's Royal Rumble. Yeah, and then have him go off from there. They've been like, marketing stuff. Just I've seen more just him solo than as the mm-hmm. as the Street Profits. Like, like they had a Q and A. I think it was like one of the questions are I heard you and you and uh you and Dawkins have uh, beef between each other. And it was like, nah, we, I get you, you, I guess you got that from the dirt sheets. So <laughs> playing a little seed. We gonna see uh Sean and Marty. <laughs> we we said this on here a while ago. Yeah. He's the he's the star of the tag team. You know, like he's we thought the last draft was gonna happen. <laughs> And that yeah, one yeah. fight he had against our Roman, he looked good. He's like, changed his body. He's changed his body. He's added a ton of muscle. Like he's when he first came up, he was just like that wiry athlete that was just jumping out of the freaking arena doing shit. But he's he's filled in like he looks like he could be a top guy now. Yeah. Well, I like that they're giving Dawkins some play. So he's not gonna be like the straight Marty. Yeah, uh, that won't last long. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. You know that. <laughs> He's looking good in some solo matches, but uh, this, he doesn't this have Montez's it factor. Yeah, for it being a match of the night, I could I can agree with you there, but I I mean the Usos aren't losing the belts. No, no. Usos. Usos all around. 
Solo Sokoa is allegedly being going to be called up. So maybe you get a run in with him at the pay per view. Okay. To cause the interference for them to retain. Other than that, I don't got nothing for you in this match. Like it'll be a good match. It'll be entertaining, probably the most entertaining one of the night. But then do we start the whole the same shit all over again now? Roman's gonna have to run through solo. Beat the shit out of him to earn his earn his way. You give me main event solo. <laughs> I mean, if he comes in and acknowledges <laughs> if he comes in and acknowledges him right away, no. Like mm-hmm. But hey, in any organization, you got to earn your keep, and you got to get yeah. you got to get jumped in. And you're the youngest too. <laughs> we got to put Scrappy. Get, you got to put Scrappy Do in his place. Yeah, you don't just get to put you. You don't just get to put the, the cut on. You got to earn the. You got to earn the cut. Let him fight everybody up there. Jay and Jimmy. Jay and Jimmy. Jim Raymond. And the wise man. <laughs> and that's uh, what the honor is. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> Jay, go back, go back last week and listen to what I said about Sammy because okay, it, it, when it, when you hear what I said about it, then then you'll know why. Based on the conversation we had, why I laid it out the way I did. Yeah. All right, I'm next. Raw Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Nobody cares about this match. I mean, we got we got here because Rhea has a concussion and is not clear to wrestle. Allegedly, that's what the injury is. Was definitely um, more interested with Rhea in this match. Yes. Yeah. We've seen this match think, like three, four times, and I uh, didn't care about any of them. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to completely shit on it. Carmella has improved drastically in the ring from where she was, but there's just no. There's no steam behind it. So to me, this is something that you could have did on Raw. Yeah. Bianca's not losing this. Yeah. Bianca. We had this discussion, I think, a few weeks ago. That Carmella just, I think, is, as much as she's improved in the ring, I don't think she's proved that she's not a one-dimensional character. And we, we've seen what we're going to get out of her. So, yeah, I don't – I definitely have Bianca, too. But have they given her space to change her character? They tried to do with that whole pretty Carmella, but she was still Carmella. Like, I don't think it really evolved into anything what, different. What do you prefer, heel or face? Carmella? Yeah. Heel. Heel? Okay. I could take either way. I mean, I you, could say the, you, could say the same, you could say the same argument mm-hmm. for Bianca. They, they haven't let her grow as a character at all. She's still the smiley, happy yeah. to be here. Yeah. And, that was our that was our argument with her last year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bianca hasn't. I don't think she's grown at all. She's definitely the same character she was last year. They had potential for her to grow because they were trying to reestablish her back in that spot. But they did. They kept the formula. They just let it go and they rehashed the same shit. What is the reason for her turn heel right now? Maybe she lost to Becky, but they went the other route. Turn Becky heel for Bianca to turn heel. Yeah, I don't need Bianca to turn heel. Oh. I just think they could develop her character better. 
Yeah, stop giving me just the smiley. I'm yeah. happy to be here. Uh, it's the know. same shit they did with Apollo. The same yep. shit they did with the Apollo with thing. Thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like yeah, just go out there and smile. Yeah, I'm just happy they're, to be here. They're giving the, the champ. They're, give, they're giving Bianca the Cena babyface champ formula. It's the hustle, loyalty, respect. <clears throat> I'm always going to get up. I'm always going to overcome. Uh, you're never going to keep me down. You're gonna to have to kill me to beat me. It's the same. It's the same formula just being applied to Bianca right now. But then that's that's every face. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. How do you change that? <laughs> Don't do the same formula. Create an. <laughs> like, how do you character. change that? Like for a face and like. I mean, we've seen baby face champions. We've seen baby face champions that weren't booked in that light that were baby face champions. Yeah. I mean, match-wise, yes, you, you're going to have the heat. Get, you know what I mean? Like, the the baby base is going to beat down the champ. They're going to overcome the adversity, find a way to to win and come out on top. Like, yeah, that, that uh, that's the formula of the match, right? However you get to it, what movesets you do and all that, that's on you guys as wrestlers to keep us entertained. But essentially, that's the formula of the match. Like, you're not going to – that's not – that's never going to change. But character-wise, you can. She's more than just the smiley, you know. And then from time to time, you still have her throw her throw in the girl. Uh, uh-uh, uh, like you're, <laughs> you're like you can't, you can't be both ways. Yeah, she was like, better in NXT. Oh yeah. My my biggest qualm with with Bianca is the whole. I'm happy to just be here. Like no, you're the EST. Flaunt that shit. Like, put your chest out. You guys got to come up on my level. There's a difference between confidence and cockiness. And as a babyface, you can be confident without being cocky. That turns heelish. I was going to say, and they could do the same character with her as a heel, but it's just like then you're you're playing that playing the fence of what has changed in our character. Like, if that's the same gimmick, they're going to use it whenever she's heel. It's across the board, top and bottom, they lack stars. So you can't have any growth if you don't have the right people to go up against. So when you're wrestling the same people over and over and over and over again, you're not going to have a chance to grow and develop because you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Like how many times have we seen Bianca and Becky? Since SummerSlam last and, year. like, And Becky's the perfect example. If they would have just kept the formula on Becky and just held her down, we would have never seen the man. We would have never seen the growth that, that and the potential that she had. And right now, they're they're holding Bianca down too much with the formula, and they need to let her grow and see what she, how she can grow and develop into a character. And they didn't change the formula on Becky. That was a, that was a botch punch to the face that set that rocket ship off. But they, if Nia Jax but never she wasn't her, for it. But she wasn't never, smiling to be here. She was the scrappy, I'm going to come and take it. And you, but you saw, the, I mean, you you saw the, when she turned on Charlotte, They instead of booing her, they cheered her. Yeah. So, like, that right there goes to show you they didn't book it 
properly because they thought she would get booed. But Becky doesn't get to grow into being Becky. And by the way, I love the fact that she like just no show John Cena whenever he walked in. Yeah. And just sat there with the glasses on, like, bro, I can't see you for real. I can't see you. You're not on my level. Like, I love that about her. That was the best. That was probably my favorite part of the show on Monday night. Agreed. Speaking of Cena, we'll go into U.S. Championship Theory versus Bobby Lashley. So, rumor was Cena's next match was supposed to be against Theory at SummerSlam. Yeah. Now came out today. I saw that Cena's potentially not going to have a match until WrestleMania next year. So, which makes sense for Hollywood too. Yes, it does. <laughs> Cena versus The Rock. <laughs> Twice in a lifetime. <laughs> There's a whole other discussion to be had there, and we're already an hour and a half into this pause, so we won't do that right now. Theory, um, unfortunately, Theory is going to win this. Same. I agree. Theory. Theory. He won't win it clean, though. There's no, no way he's beating Lashley clean. Next. All right. SmackDown Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey versus Natalia. I was this was the only match that I was excited about until last <clears throat> night. And then they just uh, it was a wet fart in church. The two backstage promos. Yeah. The, oh, we're gonna set up the rocking the boat. I thought like, okay, Natty's getting a TV segment, rocking the boat. I like it. Best of all time. They're playing on the words. I like it. No, it was just her being interviewed backstage. <laughs> Like that's all it was. Rehashing the same shit she's been saying for weeks. Like, you get me invested, and then you pull that last night, and it's like, all right, now nah, I don't care and don't want to watch anymore. Like last week, if they would have did last week's segment last night, minus the stroller, minus the stroller. Yeah. Although, just having the stroller was better than what they were originally going to do. Yeah. Um. They would have did that last night. I'm coming in here today and saying that's the only match I'm watching on the show. It's the only match I care about. Natty was great in it. Ronda had great lines in it. It made sense. It built them up the right way for each other for the match. And then you go home and you want to see who's going to tap who. It's, it would have been perfect. But last night, they ruined it. Ronda's not going to lose, so I, I got Ronda. 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 Why are we watching this tonight? Like, I, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to watch. I'm definitely this not show. interested in that. No. All right, so now we're going to Money in the Bank. Women's Money in the Bank. What do we got? Somebody else can go first. I want to hear what you guys got to say about this. <coughs> it's. It's Liv or Becky, and hmm, I'll go live. This is the if you really want a shot in the arm for your women's division, this is it. Let them fight it out. Bailey comes in, grabs the money in the bank, takes the money in the bank. So you want Bailey to grab the case when she's not even in the match? 
You're right. Brock Lesnar did it a couple years ago. Huh? Hornswoggle won the Cruiserweight Championship when he wasn't even in the match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Brock Lesnar could do it, why can't Bailey do it? I mean, they need something. Bailey SummerSlam. They need so, something. So, all right. So take 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 your Bailey angle out of the equation. If you, just looking at the seven names that are in this match, who would you put it on? I gotta give it to Becky. Chris. She just came back, I think, to help build her up, and they still don't know what they're doing with her, but I think I'd give it to Lacey Evans. If they're I, gonna run if they're gonna run her as a heel, just seems what they're doing right now. She deserves you, to be built up. You if you're if you're gonna run her as a heel because they flip flop so many damn times on her yeah. right now, but you want to run her as a heel, ha, live climbing up to reach it. Everybody else is wiped out. Lacey tips her off or knocks her off, and she takes the belt because the fans are gonna pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So if you want to start Lacey with the heat with the heat run and and the and the official heel turn for her. That's who she needs to knock off the ladder to take the yeah. take the briefcase. Me personally, I'm over Liv. She's I'm, I've cooled off on on her push. She never really got a push. Just and the matches she had, it's just like they didn't do anything for me. So it's like I after watching the matches, just like there's no reason I wanted to see her become champ. I mean, you look at this, Becky's the obvious, right? But I think her and Oscar will continue on and they'll end up having a program in SummerSlam. I'm thinking if you pick Becky, it's going to be Becky and Seth, and I don't want... I, I can't have... I I, other. Becky doesn't need it. No. She doesn't. She doesn't need it, but she'll be the best one with it. That's, yeah, she that's, would. That, yeah, it's very true. But I'd like to see what Lacey would do with it if you're going to go here with her. Yeah. True. Building so, stars. So speaking of well, Becky and Oscar, speaking of Becky and Oscar, I don't know if you guys saw WWE put out a, a top ten this list this week of the greatest cashins or the greatest, yeah, the greatest cashins of all time for Money in the Bank. Number one was uh, Oscar getting the title when Becky relinquished it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. There's only one number one. Yeah, it's Seth at yeah, Mania. That's it. Triple threat. Like that's it. Hands down. We're not yeah. even having an argument. We're not even doing a list. <laughs> yeah. He's not You're even doing a storyline, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was watching this and uh, like Dolph was like, I think number five. I think Seth was number two. And I was sitting there going, I was like, number who two? is number one? And they, they went to that. I was like, <laughs> no, they are not giving this number one. <laughs> he said Seth is like number two. <laughs> I think I, mean, I, I don't even remember. It was either two or three, but I think it was number two. Well, you know, Seth's not the man in his own household, so I mean, I guess my, you know he would come up short to his wife. Again. Top <laughs> All Honestly, I I don't even know. I don't. Lacey to me, Lacey taking it off live would be the most. 
I guess the the best storyline to come out of it if you're going to build towards Lacey and Ronda at SummerSlam, I think potentially at a cash in type deal. Alexa to me is the safety net in this match. If you give her the case, yeah. So, who's the ring general? Of this would that be Oscar or Becky? Probably Oscar, Becky, and Alexa. Probably. You have, you have one outside, Please, one inside. With everything, and this is all seriousness. This is this is this is the match that I may not watch just for my sheer own health. We talk about Sammy Guevara killing himself in damn near every match and Darby. Shotzi Blackheart, please. Please, please, please. Please, please, please. please, please. Every die. Do not do something. Do not do something that could potentially injure you and ruin your career. That's all I'm going to say. So it's going to happen. Kenny Don brought that up already. thinks that she's going to come in. Yeah, Donald. Yeah, Donald said Bailey's gonna win Money in the Bank without being in the match. Just come out of the crowd, climb the ladder, and grab the briefcase. Why not? And we open up Raw with a ding dong hello segment. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping she's the last model. (laughs) That would have (laughs) been. Never know. They (laughs) saw. I mean, to have Bailey come out and just do that, like. I, I I would not hate it. No, it would. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. UPS person drops off a package. She opens it up. It's the money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some shit they would do. <laughs> Get into the mess. <laughs> we kind of already discussed this a little bit, but so we did the discussion. What is, what's everybody's predictions? I don't think we need more discussion on this match. Riddle. Riddle, even though I hate a face with the case, I'll go Riddle. I see nobody else but Riddle. Fuck. I'm going Seth. I can't can't pick Riddle. I can't pick him. (laughs) (laughs) I see nobody else but him. There's nobody in that match other than Seth. Who's Oh, Lacey. Pick Lacey. Yeah. I told I told you what was that last week? I think it was last week or the week before. I can't remember. I get so many confused. Riddle, yeah, this is how you set up a map. Listen, Riddle against Roman was was Riddle's litmus test to see can you be a guy, and he delivered. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like him as face getting the case, right? But win and cash in at SummerSlam, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. So he got to fight Drew at uh, Clash of the Castle. Roman's not losing the belt until WrestleMania next year when he loses to Cody Rhodes. Book it now. 132-15, July 2nd. It's your WrestleMania main event next year. Pretty sure you timestamped uh, Roman versus The Rock on that. but Steve's like the king in the Royal Rumble match. This is my pick. <laughs> oh, number 22 came out. This is my pick right here. <laughs> Hey, Heenan may have said that, but he at the end of the day, he was still with Flair in the locker room. <laughs> Everybody's going to pick that. Just like everybody picked Cody to be at WrestleMania. I told you I knew it. 
My neighbor <laughs> even knew it. I called that first. <laughs> Look, to be to be flat out honest with you, if if I if I'm choosing between Money in the Bank and UFC tonight, I'm watching the UFC. If UFC was for free, bank. yes, I'd probably watch. Rather watch <laughs> they UFC. Air, they got Airbender on there. It ain't free. <laughs> yeah, I would rather pay money to watch UFC <laughs> over this free pay per view tonight. That's all I'm gonna say. You're gonna enjoy it. It's because your expectations enjoy? are so low. Yeah. No, enjoy <laughs> it. Enjoy it. <laughs> They're gonna be peeking over that chair, looking at you the whole time. <laughs> Think about it. The best way to get the title off Roman, let him and Brock go at it. Both guys are tired and hurt, and out comes Riddle, cash in, wins the title. All right, here, and I, I've been saying this the entire Roman title run. Whoever beats Roman, based on what Roman has done, is going to get the the. Superstar, rock star, next guy, mm-hmm. carry the company for ten years. That's who needs to beat Roman. Yep. Cody, is that what you, you call it? Cody the guy for the next ten years. Riddle cashing in doesn't do that for Riddle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's not for that, with that, we're gonna drink. We're, we're gonna have a beer. That was it. Chug, 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 chug. All right, this week's drink of the week. Uh, Fourth of July weekend holiday is here, so um, we decided to go with GW's Little White Lie. And there's a lot of um, <laughs> jokes and. Yeah, so um, happy Fourth of July. Yeah, Co- Cody's gonna stay for two years and leave. That, that may be true, Kenny, but I think his contract's longer than a two year deal. But you never know. Um, and this injury time is gonna be tacked on to the end of it. So, yeah. yeah, you were super uh, solid. This, yeah, getting out of that. Yeah this this is uh this is brought to you by Monkey Fist Brewing Company. Uh, it's at a Traverse City, Michigan, and it's a tart cherry Belgian style ale. Um, listen, the beer distributor I went to was Slim Pickens as far as choices, but I figured Fourth of July, George yeah. Washington tied into the theme, and we'll see what we got. Definitely fits. What well, the cherry smells good on here? Cherry's a chest flavor. <laughs> oh, you sorely missed the conversation. What's your What's your, what's your favorite color of Kool Aid? Red, it ain't cherry. Fruit punch. Okay. Who drinks cherry Kool Aid? It's gross. What? All right, we're not having this exception. I'll take sharkberry over a uh, cherry. See, I would think. I mean, you definitely, you can, you can definitely tell, cool. you can definitely tell with this that it's a Belgian style beer. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. So if you if you don't like Belgian beers, this, I would stay away from this one because you definitely get the the Belgian style beer. Um, the cherry flavoring is good in it. Like I was expecting a little bit more tartness based off of it being, you know, the cherry concentrate. Um, I'm not mad at this at all, but 
Belgians aren't necessarily the highest on my list, so I'll, I'll go. I'll go a three for this. I'm not. I'm not hating it. I'll drink it. Same. I go a three. I have another. I like the cherry smell. I just wish it had more of a cherry f- taste whenever I'm drinking it, because that's what I was expecting. But you just get the tart. Not even so much that. I mean, it's it's a nice balanced flavor because I'm not a big Belgian fan. So I actually, I'm actually enjoying this. I just wish the cherry had more flavor in the beer. And again, I think that's that's more because it is a Belgian style beer that that's why you're not getting the flavor yeah. profile as as prevalent as it should be. Yeah, the smell I'm getting that that nice cherry flavor, but the actually drinking I'm tasting just more of a Belgian beer. Um, I think I'm just going to go 2.5. I'm with Chris, 2.5. I like it. I will, it's, drink, it's drinkable, but yeah. 2.5. I will say this. I, I would be interested to trying other beers from this brewery. Same. Like, this is the first time I've come across anything from this from this brewery, and I, I, would, I would be interested in trying other stuff from them. So, yeah, that, that's where I sit at it. It got me curious to see what else they make and put out. Anything else for drink of the week? No. no. All right. We're not going to cheers to drink of the week, but I will just say be safe, have fun. If you are drinking, have a designated driver, and please <coughs> do not shoot your fingers off with fireworks. Okay? That's 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 my toast for this week's drink of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, drink of the week has led us into one gotta go, and to keep up with the holiday theme with the beer, I decided to go with. Give me a second. The one time he's not quick on the draw. <laughs> so with it being Fourth of July weekend, <laughs> with it being Fourth of July weekend, we got types of fireworks, right? So I was gonna, I was gonna put together a list, kind of like. Firework shows. So you have like your your downtown city show. You have your little local neighborhood show. You got you know Joe Bang Bang from next door that buys seven thousand dollars <laughs> worth of fireworks and is shooting them off till five a.m. Like, but instead of going that route, I decided to go with actual types of fireworks. So bottle rockets, Roman candles, sparklers, and smoke bombs. What do you guys got? Whole list is trash. Uh, sparklers got to go because I'll, I'll fight a kid over sparklers. I'll punch a baby if they come close to me with a sparkler. <laughs> no chill. No, 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 chill. no, yeah. I hate fireworks, so that's true. All right, so Jay got sparklers. Uh, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with smoke bombs. I don't see the point of them. Oh, kind of smoke. <laughs> yeah, like no, yeah, smoke bombs can go. Uh, for me, smoke bombs also. I'm not playing Call of Duty or any recon stuff, so you know, I'm not coming out like uh, who is it, Batista or anything. So <laughs> there's no point for smoke bombs. Sparklers can come out like Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind sparklers. So. And the reason why I, I there, I mean, believe me, there was a thousand different things I could pick from, but 
until until fireworks became legal in Pennsylvania a couple years ago, right? Like growing up, these were the these were probably what was most available to people, mm-hmm. right? That were able to get stuff. Where's the snaps um, at? I, I was just thinking. I, that thought, about, I thought about doing this. I thought about doing the snaps, right? <coughs> um, but those are just like fun. Like I wasn't gonna put them on here. Those to me, yeah, I left them off. I didn't feel like they they added to the list, and I was trying to come up with a variety that would fit everybody's needs. Smoke bombs is like that's for your kids that don't like the bang bang, but mm-hmm. or oh cool look, like you said, colored smoke, right? Um, sparklers, I mean. You know, you write your name, you do everything, sparklers like that's your first one. Yeah, that's your first yeah, that's your yeah. your first you know, firework. Yeah. Roman you never candles. First. No, never forget your first. <laughs> um Roman candles. I never really got into Roman candles. Oh, Those to me were always like I don't know. Not that they were the most dangerous on this list, but between them and bottle rockets. I like bottle rockets more than Roman candles. So I wasn't the type that was shooting Roman candles at (laughs) other people, which is what Roman candles eventually led to. So yes, for me, for me, I'm gonna go with Roman candles to get to go off this list. Where's the M80s at? (laughs) Was the M80s? There were cherry bombs. There was the. the stick of dynamite, boy. That's what they are. Uh, what's the? I forget the, the. I forget what they called it. But once I saw the picture of it, I knew what it was. But like the, the wheel thing that spun around. That spun around and took off. off. Yeah. Wolf you know, the little tanks. The little tanks. The tanks. <laughs> the snakes. You remember the snakes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You light them and they would nice. just grow. Like, yeah. That type of stuff. I'm like, that was if you want to see a show, come to Eastmont. My brother blows the block up every year. <laughs> Blow the block up, beach him. Where are you at? Inside. No. <laughs> <laughs> back home. If there, was food, be, if there wasn't food, I'd be back home. <laughs> There's food, so I'm in the, I'm in the cover. My whole my ears like this. What time yeah. is the show? Fireworks or gunshots? It's always the game. Yeah, true story. Yeah, just be safe. Enjoy yourselves. Um, you know, but try to be respectful a little bit and not continue to shoot stuff off till four or five in the morning. True story. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got. Uh, one got to go. Uh, just quick, uh, one quick thing. Last week, I don't think anybody's gonna be surprised, but Frazier was the most Emmy-winning show that got voted off. And it had the most Emmy wins. Hey, <laughs> go <Yeah>. figure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think this was the audience for that. So, <laughs> no, not at all. So, all right. All right. Well, we Sorry. Transition into final thoughts. I thought we. Were... Well, before we get to final thoughts, we brought up last week, Donald brought up the list of top 20 fighting games. Yes. It was announced. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to save it for when Jason returns so we could have a little bit of a longer discussion about it. Absolutely. So yes. let's get it. Let's get into it. Let's break this down. A little gaming talk here before final thoughts to wrap up the show this week. 
Okay, um, so there was the top 20 fighting games. I have all 20 of them, but I'll just do the top 10 for us. Um, number 10 was Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Number 9 is Dead or Alive Round 5. Number 8 is Mortal Kombat, the remake, 2011. Number 7, Soul Calibur 6. Number 6 is Killer Instinct, the remake, 2013. Number 5 is Skullgirls. Number four is Dragon Ball Z Fighters Z. Number three is the original Street Fighter Two. Number two is Marvel vs. Capcom Two, and number one is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. There, there's not a Tekken on that list. There is a Tekken on the list, but Tekken Two. No. Tekken Where's the original Mortal Kombat? For now, for Watch Mojo. They only do one per franchise, and then they pick the best one from that franchise and put it on the list. So the original Mortal Kombat didn't make it because they said that the remake one added to it. No, you don't put. And it. I was like, no, you do the original. You put a remake yeah. over an original. If the original it? isn't good, you're not going to get it too. Exactly. That's why I have an issue with like this list, like with Killer Instinct. I prefer yeah. the first one. The original one is the better one. But they prefer the remake because it's all fine tuned and everything. Who played the I remake? Was, I, I, I was like, with the technology back then, it was perfect. It's I'm still like, perfect to this day. Who made this list? Are they are they are they, they considering the remakes the the new gen versions? Yes, the new gen version. Yes, not, yeah, yes, not the original. So with that Mortal Kombat 2011 is the one that came out for like PS3 and Xbox 360, not the one for arcade or Super Nintendo and that. Yeah. Where's Fight yeah. Night? Fight Night is not on here. They don't have no sports ones on here. The I only mean, one they have is only one they have on it close enough is to that is Def Jam. Fight for New York at number 19. They don't 19? even have Vendetta? No. They don't Vendetta have Vendetta was better than Fight for New York? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> That's why when I looked at this list, I was like, hold up. This is this is terrible. Smash Bros. <laughs> number one is terrible. Yes, and that's the newest one. Even though it's the most popular. It's the newest one. It's not even the best one. Melee's the best one. The mm-hmm. second one for the GameCube. <laughs> Boy, this... games I played. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And for this, uh, like I'm a big time Tekken player. Tekken three, they have on the list at number eleven. That revolutionized like all of like the three D, like like for the aspects of the gameplay and that stuff. And that's not in the top ten. That's my favorite fighting game. That's like automatic top three. Number one, I mean, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur was Soul Calibur six at number seven, and Soul Calibur six wasn't even the best one. Soul Calibur Virtual Fighter was the first 3D fighting game that ever came out and is not on here. This is trash. Yes, Don, can you run down the top five one more time for me? Yes, the Skullgirls. Never never played it. Never heard of it. Uh, Number four is Dragon Ball Z Fighters. It's one of the new one, and I mean, it's fun, but that should not be up in the top five. No, there's other Dragon Ball Z ones that are better than that one. Yes, Budokai Three. <laughs> <laughs> um, Street Fighter Two, the original one, okay. uh, that, that, the, the World great. Warriors. Yeah, uh, Marvel that. vs. Capcom Two, the Age of New Heroes, okay. and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, the newest one. So I agree yeah. with Street Fighter Two and Marvel vs. Capcom being yes. in the top five. Yo, I, agree. I, I agree with that. Oh, yeah, hands yeah. down, for sure. 
but to not have the original Mortal Kombat in not in your top five of fighter games, and yeah, for me, Tekken two, Tekken Tekken two for me was was the one that got me hooked on Tekken. Like that was that was that was mine, and maybe showing my age with it, but mm-hmm. same here. Then, Tekken two was the one that brought me into the series, mm-hmm. but I like Tekken three better. But I'm surprised they didn't say Tekken Seven because it's fine tuned and everything. Yeah, it's fine tuned, but the original ones are still better. (laughs) But the fact that you that you left off not only left off Fight Night, but you also left off Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mm -hmm. Yes, I consider those fighting games, which could possibly be one of the best games of all time. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, are you are, are they not throwing this in this list because they're categorizing that as being sports? I'm guessing they are. Yes. Is Raider Rumble on here? Raider Rumble is not on here. Not on the list at all. So they must be okay. They must be going full on fighting. Just fight, fight games. Yeah. Let's see, like, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that, like, UFC, uh, WWE, anything like that, should those be classified in fighting games too for this type of list? Or that's more sports games only? I don't know. I mean, you're picking two. You're picking two characters, and you're fighting. Yeah. So I mean, which I, is like, Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah. Like, how are it's you fighting? Like, yeah, I consider them as fighting games. I do. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And for them not to have a Guilty Gear game on this list, this is like for the more advanced, uh, like fighters. If uh, for them not to have a Guilty Gear on here is uh, blasphemous. Those were one of the better ones that came out, like after uh, King of Fighters. Okay. Primal Rage on there? What is it? Primal Rage? No, Primal Rage not on there. I forgot about Primal Rage. And even um, Eternal Champions. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's not on here either. Yeah, but but I'm like with Steve, did not have the original Mortal Kombat on here. Was a trap. That, 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 that to tragic. me is the biggest. That that to me is the biggest omission from the list. Like you can't. I mean, <laughs> the fact that there was. For those games that weren't outside and weren't alive for whenever that Mortal Kombat game came out, you have no idea what changed everything that meant as far as gaming goes. The fact that you had to put in a blood code in order to get blood shown on the game, and the fact that we were in third, I was in fourth grade, and they were passing around the blood code like it was, like it was. Crack like people were mm-hmm. yo. You got the code. You got the code. Like I was in that class. I remember that. <laughs> I, had hide, I had to hide the code in the case behind the little pamphlet that went on the inside that showed you the moves, so that my mom didn't see the code. Mm-hmm. We were an outside generation. Now, like I, I mean, me. yeah, I get it. But this, still, this, like, this, but this, this, this took us inside. Yes. <laughs> Though it was like thirty of us in the house, that took yeah. us yeah. inside. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mortal, that, yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat on Sega and Street Fighter on Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo kept you that inside. was that was the WCW Monday Night Monday Night Raw Wars. Yeah. That was the Monday Night Wars between those two video games. Mm-hmm. It didn't also not have a Mortal Kombat on here when the game came out. They put ratings on it. That's how games got ratings now because of Mortal right. Kombat. Because of Mortal Kombat, yeah, it, it changed everything. It gave everything a rating. And then they were the first ones with the fatalities, you know, like to finish him at the end and all that stuff. Because there was no games before that that had that. You just hit the last, it was like you just hit the person at the end and the round was over with. 
this was something added to it. And how many like different people, you know, imitators like Primal Rage and all that stuff had like the, the, the Mortal Kombat of dinosaurs. That's what Primal Rage was. Or Eternal Champions was like the Mortal Kombat of like time traveling fighters. Like it changed fighting games. You could take Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Smash, and Tekken. And if you counted their whole library, you wipe half that list off. Oh, of course. You, you wipe the whole list off. It'd just be nothing but those five games. So I don't know how you put some games even on that list. And then they have them that low. Mortal Kombat that low. And it's not even the original. It's the remake. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a trash that's list. Yeah. We can all agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Any any other final thoughts from you, gentlemen? No. I got I got to apologize to Steve. Uh, we're in the Whoa. same. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. We're in the same Instagram chat group with the dumb marks, and uh, I figured we followed each other. Apparently, we don't. So Steve <laughs> followed me last week. And I went to follow Steve back. Apparently, I followed so much ass that uh, <laughs> I'm probably like a bot or spam. <laughs> I can't follow anybody because every time I, I click on people's pages, he's like, follow back. Like, I can't follow people. So <laughs> my bad. <laughs> this is what happens when you this is what happens when you when you stay on the secret dark Instagram menu. <laughs> <laughs> you follow regular people. <laughs> Officially a bot. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's the uh there's the new title of this episode. They kept me. <laughs> I have uh two quick sports things. Um USC and UCLA, they're trying to leave the Pac 12 for the Big Ten. No, they left. They voted. Oh, on did they oh, they approved yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. That's all two LA teams going to the Midwest to play. And when is um, the supply? 2024. Oh, Mm-hmm. Quick, very quick. So look, we we talked we talked about we talked we talked about this with with when Texas and and um, Oklahoma left the the Big tw- Big Twelve for the SEC, and we said college football as we know it is going to be dead in five years from now. It's not going to look like anything <laughs> that we remember. Um, the whole. The whole um, the whole argument, as far as I don't care what colleges, Colin Dunlap was talking about this on ninety three seven The Fan this week when it, where it was announced. The whole the whole topic of I don't care what conferences people are in as long as I have the best matchups every single Saturday and the the right people that deserve to play for the championship are in the championship fold at the end of the, at the end of the year argument to me is flawed and fallot and it, it doesn't make sense because so that the, the USC Rutgers matchup is is the best matchup you for want. you. Mm-hmm. UCLA Northwestern Indiana and USC. Mm-hmm. Then if you get them in the same conference they're knocking each other off. Exactly. I think we're I think eventually where we're gonna go you're gonna have I would say you're going to have four main conferences and roughly anywhere between 
16 to 20 teams in those conferences. And then everybody else is going to be left out on their own. And it's going to be like, to me, all this does is this further shoehorns into you have less teams that are going to play for the national championship every year. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get the same teams in the playoff every single year. Even whenever they expand the playoff. Yep. So I think this this specifically was a move done by ESPN, who now holds the rights to the SEC games. So that 3.30 CBS game, Saturday afternoon, the big one where it's Alabama, Florida, and all that, that's not on CBS no more. That's going to be on ESPN. So I think ESPN brokered and said, hey, SEC, reached out to Texas, Oklahoma. Look at what we got over here. Come join the SEC. Fox is the predominant home of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They said, "Oh, you want to you want to grab Texas and Oklahoma? <sighs> we're going to go after the two biggest LA markets, and we're going to get Jim, them to join the Big Ten." And Pac-12 do have a thing with uh, Fox, also. So they just poke. And themselves. it's strictly it's strictly TV money running the sport. Yes, it is. So that whole argument of don't play players, they're amateurs, they don't deserve money, bullshit. Because the TV money and the companies are dictating where these colleges end up. UCLA and USC projected, because the Big Ten is marketing their contract right now. They're projected to get, and this is all schools in the Big Ten. Are projected to get with the new TV rights deal fifty million per college, just off of TV money. So, don't say we can't pay players, and don't say it's for the it's for the love of the game, and all that other bullshit. Whenever you're literally doing this as a money bag to get the most money. For they the university, they can't play players because if they don't, if they start pl- playing, paying the players, then the presidents and all the other board directors aren't going to get their cut. But they exactly. are paying players now. <laughs> this is nothing but a recruiting tool as well. If I'm UC- USC, UCLA, would would I like exact the example with Jordan Addison with Pitt this year? USC went to him. He was not in the transfer portal and say, hey. You come over here with us, we'll give you a $3 million NIL deal. Had a middleman do it, but yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Addison then transferred and then the transfer portal and signs with USC. So all your lower schools, your Pitts, your West Virginias, your NC States, Poach. Any, anybody that you can think of that's a middle-tier school in your conference as conferences are currently aligned, Good luck keeping top-tier players. So, yeah, college football. I love college football. But the the reason why college football is loved so much is gone now. It's dead. It's over with. There's no there's, – there's going to be no more robberies, <laughs> as we know. The tradition, the, the folklore, the hatred for fan bases – 
all that. Like Pitt, West Virginia starting up the backyard brawl again, and this is the first year in however many years they play. That's that's done and over with. You're not going to see that no more. Oh, you and it's all because of it's all because of greed. All you had to do was start a base pay for for college athletes. Yep, could have avoided all this. (laughs) Hey, they were already getting paid. They got free education (laughs) and a whole bunch of other shit. But (laughs) so yeah, USC traveling to New Jersey to play Rutgers. (laughs) Yeah, or Rutgers. Or Rutgers traveling to New Jersey. Rutgers traveling to USC for a noon kickoff time, which is going to be 9 a.m. West Coast time. But we're all about player safety and everything else. What's best for the student athlete? So playing a football game at 9 a.m. is best for the student athlete? Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Which if they have Friday classes means they're probably going to miss at least Thursday and Friday classes that week. For travel, mm-hmm. and then you say, "Oh well, we can't have a tournament because it takes away from the classroom." Well, look what you're doing <laughs> with scheduling and having people fly three thousand miles back and forth. Sorry, Don. I didn't want to go on a rant there. No, but that's that's fine. Just, like, <laughs> I was gonna say, why didn't we do sports this week? <laughs> <laughs> and it just have one more sports thing. Uh, Matt Scherzer, he's a pitcher for the Mets. Uh, he's been hurt this whole season, uh, but he had rehab starts down in the their AAA minor league team. And uh, whenever a big leaguer goes down for rehab starts, he normally uh, pays for dinner and all that. And it said that on his last night, he paid for the whole clubhouse, um, a $7,000 spread that included bone-in ribeye, filet mignon, and lobster for his teammates. Thanking the him. Best, best meal those minor leaguers will eat in their entire minor yeah. league career. Yes, I mean, that's just like, thank you for like having me and all that stuff, you know, helping me get back on track and everything. And he also bought the teammates um, AirPods for them, too, before he went back up to the Mets this week. Slash him into my travel expense. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got any anything else, final thoughts wise that you guys want to touch on? Send it home, man. Uh, before I do, Miss Marvel, been watching it. Uh, on Disney Plus, episode four was this week. Really done well. I'm thoroughly enjoying this this series. Um, I really want to talk about this and break this down further. So we'll we'll, we'll set up a little Marvel roundtable after and this goes off. So I still need to catch up on Moon Knight, Obi Wan, and Miss Marvel. Fucking guy. I've been watching uh, Yellowstone the past couple of weeks, so that's been how many Marvel. episodes is on thing? Six. Miss Marvel. Marvel? Six. Six. Okay. I didn't start yet. Okay. I've been watching. Stone? I've been watching the boys and finishing Kenobi. Yeah, but we'll get into that in deeper, deeper discussion because it's it. With the amount of stuff that Marvel has laid out is coming out over the next two years, um, and what they're doing, the the amount of content and everything else, there's deeper dive questions and. Um, I want to get into it. Maybe we can expand it because um, there's some people I want to have on the show to go over that with us. So I'll, I'll reach out and uh, we'll figure out a way to set that up and go into it more. Um, and we all saw Doctor Strange. I was just about to say, if you that. haven't watched Doctor Strange, that just yeah. went on Disney Plus and yeah, Thor's about to come out this month. So Yeah, Thor's next Friday. Um, so yeah, it's <laughs> the last half of the year for Marvel is huge. Um so tons of content. 
They yes, do. sir. All right. So um, this week, quote of the week to wrap up the show, go home happy. Um, it's pretty much a standard, straightforward statement. And this is applied in every facet of life. And it's simple, but yet true. A winner is just the loser who tried one more time. A winner is just the loser who tried one more time. With that being said, enjoy your holidays. Thanks for tuning in. Hit us up on social media. Um, as always, we appreciate the love and support for the show. And until next time, I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. Tell a Mark. Y'all can catch us around the way. Thank you.